Hello, this is a podcast for the course Social Justice in Kinesiology at Cal State East Bay. My name is Gina Gonzalez. I am going into my fourth year undergrad majoring in kinesiology, going into physical education. Um, I will go also into adaptive PE and sports coaching. Today I'm going to talk about um, the topic of minority groups, specifically youth, and their access to sports and physical education, along with their knowledge of health and fitness. I chose this topic because of the field I'm going into. Um, Being a physical educator, I like to um, think about getting all the knowledge I can before I end up teaching and understanding different backgrounds. I'm also um, Hispanic and as a minority growing up and playing sports, now to be a college athlete, um, I play softball at Cal State East Bay. Um, I'd like to research this topic and understand it a little bit more. I think this is a very important topic because it talks about inclusion and discrimination and also just in general um, equal opportunities for all races. And when it comes to youth, physical education is so important, not only for their physical health, but their mental health. And the way one goes through our educational system all the way up until they're an adult shapes them into the person they become and um, the youth of they always say the youth of today is the future leaders of tomorrow and so I think it's a very important topic to be talked about. Um, My specific research question is how the youth of minority groups and their race and and ethnicity affects their access to sports and physical education along with their knowledge of health and lifelong fitness based on their upbringing and their education. So it is a pretty broad and lengthy research question, um, but the baseline is youth minority groups and um, their relationship and association with physical activity in all aspects of their life. Um, Some history and context, we in America use Shape America organization founded in 1885 um, as our guidelines for our physical educational system here. It defined the standards for PE in America and focuses on K through 12. It is a public organization, so it provides support to professionals in health physical education, recreation, and dance, Um, but it is accessible to anybody, um, coaches, trainers, instructors, and whatnot. There are five main standards um, for our educational system. The first one being that the individual demonstrates competency in a variety of motor skills and motor patterns. Standard two being that the individual applies knowledge of concept principles, strategies, and tactics related to movement and performance. The third being the individual demonstrates the knowledge and skills to achieve and maintain a health-enhancing level of physical activity and fitness. Standard four being individual exhibits responsible personal and social behavior that respects self and others. And standard five, finally, being that the individual 
recognizes the value of physical activity for health, enjoyment, challenge, self-expression, and or social interaction. So these standards not only base on um, the movement patterns and motor skills that should be associated in all physical educational classrooms, but also on the importance of lifelong health for all. And so I think that's um, very important to this topic is that baseline that this these are the five standards that students should be learning in school while they're required to be there. Um, I'll also talk a little bit about recreational and club sports and their access to that as well. Um, we learned in this class about um, Dania Caballo, who is a sports liberation educator at St. Mary's College. She is also a coach of the youth group in Oakland Fruit Valley District, where gain violence is high, and she has a varying perspective on sports and um, her um, and she emphasizes a high importance of free play in our youth, which is different. She um, was a soccer player growing up, and her views now are that sports can be something of self-expression, and not only um, do they have to go by rules, but they can also be a form of free play. She uses soccer in a very deconstructed way to motivate youth communities um, in Oakland to use it as an outlet and along with that they are getting in physical activity um, in a more appealing way which I'll talk about in a little bit for some other um, literature reviews and she also highlights how different communities um, can build great facilities for the community but private um, sports teams that have the funds to rent those spaces will come first and that um, her free play perspective allows all youth to be able to move in any sort of um, space that they have, which I think is very important, especially because we do live in a sedentary society now where it's a lot easier to do things when we're sitting down. We have the technology and the resources that we need at um, at our fingertips and um, I myself along with I'm sure a lot of other um, kinesiology majors and professionals see that kids are now reaching for the tablet the video game a lot more often than they are um, reaching for a ball and going outside or a bike and riding around this is another interesting topic for me as well um, because I have an 11 year old nephew who um, did not grow up the same as me and my siblings that were in any sport under the sun um, so seeing him and his relationship is a lot different and um, than how I would hope it would be now going into some research papers that I have studied, the first one being from the International Journal of Qualitative Studies on Health and Well-Being, the title, Physical Activity Perceptions, Context, Barriers, and Facilitators from a Hispanic Child's Perspective by Sharon E. Um, Toreno-Ross, 
and Lori A. Francis. Um, this study looks specifically at Hispanic children and their view on physical activity and, how it, and what it means to them. The purpose of the study is to describe physical activity perceptions, concepts, facilitators, and barriers from the perspective of Hispanic immigrant origin children. So this study included 14 6 to 11 year olds, first and second generation Hispanic children um, from a after school program in southeastern Pennsylvania. Um, some methods were um, semi-structured interviews, photo voice activities, and transcripts of field notes um, that were analyzed. The results came down to four main themes and some, some important ideas from those were that children's negative attitudes towards physical activity were related to physical discomfort, low athletic competence, and safety concerns. Also, that fun was the main um, identification as a primary drive for physical activity performance, that some barriers to physical activity were related to their specific home, school, and neighborhood factors as well. Um, so it's that association with if something's discomforted in the student as they're, or in the child as they're moving around, then they're not going to do it rather than something that is fun and playful um, that they don't realize is physical activity when it is. And it did say that some barriers to that were their home life and their school and different factors that they go throughout the day. And it concluded that um, an emphasis on fun and active, and active play while taking into account family and neighborhood context may be a desirable intervention approach in Hispanic immigrant origin children. So this study did specifically talk about the Hispanic community in this one town, but it can be generalized and the study sets up for more to look upon this topic. The next article I researched um, was availability of physical activity related facilities and neighborhood demographic and socioeconomic characteristics a nation a national study by Lisa M. Powell, PhD, Sandy Slaughter, PhD, Frank J. Chalapuku, Ph.D., and, Deb and Deborah Harper, B.A. Um, based on the title, you can, um, you can understand what this study was going to research. Um, basically, the objective was to examine associations between neighborhood demographic and the availability of commercial physical activity-related outlets by their zip code. Um, the methods they used were um, four types, the physical fitness facilities, membership, sports, recreational clubs, dance facilities, and public golf courses. And along with this, they used um, each zip code to, zip code to understand the, the access. This study concluded um, that commercial physical activity related facilities were less likely to be present in lower income neighborhoods and in neighborhoods with higher um, appropriations of African American residents, residents with Hispanic ethnicity, and residents of other racial minority backgrounds. In addition, um, 
these neighborhoods had fewer such facilities available. Um, so based on these results, we can see that not only does the location of where the youth live um, determines like their access to public facilities and um, so this one specifically talks about location and that aspect and um, I think this is another reason why um, Caballo's um, view on free play is very important because we don't have the same access to um, facilities or appealing facilities for the youth than um, most and with the concept of free play they're able to be physically active anywhere they are and then um, the last journal I'll be talking about today is from the American School Health Association titled physical activity and the achievement gap among urban minority youth by Charles E Bash PhD um, the objective of this study was to outline um, the disparities of physical activity among school-aged urban minority youths um, and their pathways which had low levels of physical activity and fitness and how it affected their academic achievement and how it is proven promising for schools to increase physical activity and physical fitness among youth. Um, this was a literature review and it showed that a large portion of youth is insufficiently active and this directly corresponds to their um, academic development and it estimates that a population wide level of physical activity indicate that black and Hispanic youth are less physically active than white youth and it also showed that this um, segment of youth have le have the least access to school-based physical activity opportunities and resources which affects their metabolism and their major body systems and um, along with their emotional stability physical health and motivation and ability to learn so this one is very similar to the first one that I talked about and how it direct how physical activity is so important for the academic well-being and I think that this all connects to social justice because we are at a time where everybody is fighting for equality and equal opportunity and it's even more prevalent in the youth of today because because they might not have the ability to stand up for themselves and understand that they don't have the same access to things as those of privilege. So my views about this subject are just that, that physical activity is important not only in education but also outside and that the way we teach our youth the importance of lifelong health is how they will understand it for the future. I've learned not only about the physical importance of this, but also about the, um, the mental health that is associated with it. And this topic is so important, like I said and mentioned earlier, because our youth is the future leaders of tomorrow, and we need to be able to establish a healthy relationship with physical activity and health for them to be well-rounded people, well and knowledgeable about their body. 
I still have much to learn about this topic as I go into physical education and I hope to have a broader understanding as to all backgrounds and lifestyles of every student I end up teaching and I might get involved in acting against this injustice by giving more opportunity to the youth that don't have it around me. I am a resource that is knowledgeable about all things health and fitness, all things physical um, activity-wise, and somebody who grew up Hispanic, overweight, involved in a lot of sports, I understand the different obstacles that we can face, and I'd love to give back to the community um, and provide outlets for for um, youth like this. Thank you for listening.